John and Maddie on the podcast. Legend in My Spare Time contains themes and subjects that may not be suitable for everyone listening. If you're easily offended, we suggest you get your podcast on elsewhere. Get the fuck off of our podcast! Legend in My Spare Time! Motherfucker! All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, to another brand new. Brand spanking new edition of Uncle Joey's favorite podcast, Legend in My Spare Time, motherfucker. We're back again. We've done so many in a row, I'm actually starting to lose count. I think it's six in a row, bitches. And I couldn't do that without this fucker right here. Welcome back. It's just John, ladies and gentlemen. You you talking to me? Oh, I'm the only one here. so So you must be talking to me. I'm the only one here. Hi. 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 There we go. Mike That's how it sounds like to me. I thought our computer had frozen, but it's all good now. We're it's good. It's just your voice. We're good. Yeah, it is indeed. Well, we're back again. So thank you very much for continuing to listen to your favorite podcast. As you can tell, probably by the sound of my voice, I am suffering with the man flu. <laughs> the man flu is a motherfucker. Yes. Even though apparently... It has been uh, proven that because of the high levels of testosterone in a male's body, that it does actually hit us harder. Right. Yeah, I still doubt it with you. I think it's, you know, a bit of the sniffles. Absolutely. But I mean, you've seen me with kidney stones, and I'm not as whiny as I am with the man flu. Right. I fucking hate the man flu. It's because you're a... Yeah. Uh, you're a bit you of a, say it. a pussy. Can, yeah, yeah, you're that's fine. You're a massive pussy. You, that's fine. All right. That's good. I don't disagree with you because you're not wrong, so I can't argue with you. Speaking of which, did you or did you not leave work early yesterday for maybe to go home and have a hot bubble bath reason? Yeah, I may have left work to go home and have a nice hot bubble bath. So what? So be it. So be it. That's what I needed. So I used some holiday hours, I took a bubble bath, and I went to bed. All right? Like a man. Wrapped up, wasn't it? In like dressing gown and the whole works? Yeah, I mean, but there was no candles, there was no Kenny G, so you know what I mean? Still very manly. Was there in your mind, though? Maybe in your mind? Well, you maybe. were in bed and thinking, I don't want to get up now because I'm so comfortable, but could have lit some candles. This is why you need remote control, motherfuckers. Yeah. I should have lit a candle. Now it just smells of fart. Well, and Radox. If you don't know what Radox is in other countries, it's bubble bath. But it's relaxing. It's supposed to be like homeopathic, isn't that the right word? Homo? What, dog? Homo? Homo. Homo. Smelling. Well, so, since we last podcasted, what the fuck? Have you been up to? Uh, the same thing as I do every week, Pinky. So nothing? No, nothing. Just work. Yep. Work, video games. Get back into doodling. Wanking. Wanking. Of course, wanking. Of course. What do you think I am? A caveman? Right, exactly. No, it's, um. you know what? It's nice doing this on the reg, isn't it? Um, but doing it on the reg also sort of means that sometimes you have less to talk about. What's the reg? On the regular Oh, why didn't you say regular? Because I was trying to be hip and chill and cool with like the you kids. Fucking lost it, didn't you? I did. I fucked it up. 
Well, technically, you fucked it up because it would have been fine if you just would have let it go. Oh, I'm sorry for like not understanding the kids' lingo that clearly you use all the fucking time. Right, home dog. Uh, yeah, moving on, moving, moving on, moving swiftly on. We open this week with the Beach Boys. Were you into the Beach Boys? Do you like the Beach Boys? Um, I think obviously the few classics that everyone knows, mm-hmm. but as a, it's one of those things. It's like I know it because it's on. I don't really go out my way to listen to it. Fair enough. Well, I literally went out of my way to listen to it last week, didn't I? How far out of your way did you go? Three and a half hour drive, buddy. Fucking hell! All the way down to Brighton, in in England. Which Whole I think, other country. Which I think is the gay capital of England. Is that right? I believe it is. Because, I mean, hey, I don't care what team you play for, but there was a lot of gay dudes in Brighton. And if you ever want, like, an amazing, apparently, party, then Mardi Gras are, like, mm. well, they're sort of the Mardi Gras capital of the UK. There you are. So, yeah. Beautiful. So, we went down to Brighton for the um, Together the People Festival, which was headlined by Brian Wilson. And, of course, you you know exactly who Brian Wilson is. Clearly. As long as you have absolutely no follow-up questions. Exactly. Yes, I do. He's yes, the guy who wrote all the Beach Boys songs. Exactly what I was going to say. Absolutely. And a bit of a bit of a head case, apparently. He's had some, to- he's had some troubles. Oh, haven't yeah, we all? Exactly. You know, but uh, fantastic concert. Unbelievably good. Um, one of the guys in the band was a son of the original Beach Boys, and that fucker sounded just like them. Unbelievable. Yeah. They were really, really cool. I really enjoyed the set. I really enjoyed the show. But I think you might know where I'm going with this. The one problem with going to a festival like that, what do you think my biggest problem is? Just England and right. the UK in general. Anywhere touristy. Just our summer. People. Oh. People. I thought you were going to say the summer. No, no. People is my problem. Yeah. Because you're a real people person. I fucking love people, don't I? Fucking love those. My problem fuckers. with going anywhere is other human beings. God damn it, this place would be amazing if it wasn't for the customers or other humans. So I thought we could talk a little bit about concert etiquette or the lack thereof in the world. Etiquette. Connecticut? One of the bands playing at the show was Turin Breaks. I don't know if you know them. Is it a band or is it just like a guy in, you know... I don't know. I thought it was a guy in, obviously... Maybe. Well, he's got to have a band. Well, I mean, some of the guys in this band weren't in the original lineup, so you could very well be right. But this is Turin Breaks in the background, okay? So... We decide to get out of the rain. We're in front of a stage, and we look at the thing, and it says Turin Breaks is next. I'll be honest. I wasn't right away like, I know them, but I've heard of them. So I thought, why not? Let's have a listen. We're pretty much third row. We've been there probably 40 minutes standing there. Band comes out and starts. Six-foot motherfucker and his woman come and stand directly in front of us to the point that we had to take a step back because they were now occupying our space. For those of you that don't know, Matt is only, you know, a measly 5'11". Right? Anyway... Stands right the fuck in front of me. So without thinking about it, I tap him on the shoulder. <laughs> Reach up. Right? And I say, hey, buddy, I didn't fucking pay to watch the back of your head. But of course, we're watching a live band. He can't fucking hear me. And when he turns around, I now realize how big this fucker is. And I'm like, shit. So basically, I had to move because he wasn't going to move, was he? So ladies and gentlemen, if you were at a concert and you're fucking six foot three or whatever the fuck it is, you're in somebody's way. So maybe Always. move to the back. Maybe you don't it's have to not stand. Like, it's not like there's going to be people in your right? fucking way. Maybe you don't have to stand in the third row when you're six foot fucking fuck off. Do you know what I mean? It's very frustrating. Very annoying. You are blatantly saying, fuck the guy behind me. I don't give a shit. As long as I can see, because I'm a head, a full fucking head taller than every other motherfucker here. Right. If this are, is my fucking concert. Fuck you all. If you're that tall, you go stand in the fucking back, you prick. That's basically how I felt about or it. Or off to the side. And then you're under a tent. And you've got people smoking and blowing it all over you, even though there's signs everywhere that says no smoking. 
it exposes when you're around this many human beings how little other humans care about us or you. You know what I mean? Or any other human being. That's right. Case of like, I'm priority. Fuck you all. Exactly, and it's a character flaw on my part. But then that allow then that gets me so irritated that it ruins my time. I suppose it's one of those like open ended am I an asshole questions because mm-hmm. like you're there, you're seeing all these things, you're in a tent with signs saying no smoking and people smoking. You're not an asshole for getting pissed off at that. No, you're not. Because like think about it, you know, you don't smoke, you don't want to fucking be like <laughs> like right? choking on it. Like exactly as a non-smoker. I'm not one of these people that's like, oh my god, could you put that out? That's fucking annoying. But like, you can you can feel it. It's, but we're under a tent, asshole. Yeah, I don't want to be breathing in your shit. Right? If that's your choice to make, and that's absolutely fine. Free choice, blah, blah, blah. But I shouldn't have to mm. deal with that shit. I expect you wouldn't want any of my heroin, so right? keep your fucking cigarette smoke out of my face. It's frustrating. I was going to say fag smoke, but I thought the Americans might not understand they it. They wouldn't know. Joe would just Joe would be them. like, well, he said fag. But that was my main issue with this concert. That and the fact that it was pissing rain. But, you know, I can deal with the rain. Because it's British summer and you've been here for yeah. quite a few years now. I just can't deal with other people. They infuriate me to the point, And again, I know it's my own fault for this point, but it almost ruins my time because I'm so angry at other people. And I just want to point people out and say, asshole, 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 asshole. See, how cool would it be to get like a taser on a ring? Yeah. Just go up and like... Bzz, zap people. Zap people. They pass out, piss themselves. And you're like, oh, I feel much better now. Oh. Never mind, we're fine. Um, I don't know if it recorded that noise, but just John and I just heard a funny noise. Um, now, where was I going with that? Because the little, little diddling. Dis- yeah, yeah. So, because see, you went way more serious than I did. I was thinking of getting a hula hoop. <laughs> just strapping it hula to in. And being able to wear it so that I've got this big circle around me so you can't get in my circle. And then electrocute the hula hoop. There you go. But so people touch it, they're like, yeah, what's the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So then we go over for Brian Wilson. I asked somebody, what time does Brian Wilson start? 8.30. All right, it's 10 to 8. Perfect. We've got a beautiful spot, front and center. We are ready for Brian Wilson. Some fucking pair of lesbians, I don't know they were lesbians, it doesn't matter that they were, come over, start standing right in front of us. And I'm like, oh, this is already annoying me. They then proceed to set up lawn chairs, literally in front of where I'm standing, thinking that they're going to fucking sit in these lawn chairs. Garden chairs for the UK people. That's right, garden chairs. Now, no, you're not going to sit on a garden chair at a concert because you're not going to see anything. So they put the chairs down, and the chairs, by the way, are now taking up our space where we were standing, and now they're dancing in front, just dancing to whatever music's playing. So I grab both chairs, and I move them to the left about three feet, (laughs) and I just go back to where I was. The chicks are dancing. They turn around, see their chairs have moved. They assume they must have moved while dancing. Move back over. Perfect. We're doing well so far. Excellent news, right? Perfect. Wait. No, that's it. It's over. But, I mean, why? Why? There's these people standing there. I know. I'll set my lawn chair up right the fuck in front of them. Then you had people with umbrellas. They'd stand in front of you and open an umbrella. I know it's raining, motherfucker. I'm drenched. But you're telling me I paid like 60 pounds a person to watch this concert and all I'm going to get to see is your fucking umbrella? No, I'm not going to watch your fucking umbrella. See, this is where you need, you know, take Uncle Joey with you or take someone who really doesn't know the band, doesn't give a shit, to do to others what they do to you. Right. It's like, ah, John, go stand in front of that motherfucker with the umbrella. Right. Bang. Exactly. Excuse me, I can't see. Well, how do you think the fuckers behind you feel? Exactly. So, I know that our listeners are wonderful people, and this wouldn't apply to any of them. However, if you are going to a concert or any public event, the cinema, the movies, whatever it is. Don't put up umbrellas in the cinema. Right? It's (laughs) not allowed. Take a minute. Please, take a minute. And just think about the other people around you. Just Mm -hmm. for a split second. Maybe just stand there and go, am I ruining anyone else's day here? 
because you, you probably to are. others as you'd have them do unto you. You wouldn't like it if some fucker, some big tall fucker sat in front of you and started smoking in the cinema right next to you. Right. So don't do it to others. Have a fucking think about the other people. And that leads me to movie theaters. Theater, theaters. <laughs> this thing. This thing in the movies. Ready? Rustling. Do you have to be ra- r- rustling your popcorn bag the entire movie? Well, you Who also needs get to the... eat constantly? What? Have, you, have you never met me? Well, no, but you don't eat loud because I've been in many movies with you. <laughs> and you're a fast fat fucker right? who eats before the film starts. Right? I got no food. No, you're I'm, not getting any more. I'm done my slushy and the movie hasn't started yet. I need but a we, pee. But we went recently to see something. What the fuck did we go see? Suicide? Yes, yeah, Suicide Squad. Absolutely. And uh, for some reason, there's only about six people in the cinema. Now, you'll appreciate this as someone who used to work there and used to sneak me into mad movies. Much love. <laughs> I mean, like, I didn't pay but, for a movie, folks, for at least two years. I didn't pay for anything at the cinema. Well, I mean, I bought food and shit, but I never paid for a, a movie ticket. I never bought food at the cinema because it's fucking expensive. You've got to Asda. That's right. I just used to wait for Frodo to give it to me. Friendly little public service announcement here, folks. As long as you don't take in hot food that smells like Subway's, pizzas, curries, there are no-no. You can they can't stop you legally if you take a bag of fucking sweets just filled with like um, right. a home bargain shit. Because like, why would you pay like four quid That's right. from the cinema when you can go and get them for a pound from Asda or something? Exactly. Because I mean, our thing used to be going to the movies, grabbing a Starbucks, right? Yeah, Everyone knows you... Starbucks is expensive. Yeah. If I walk into that cinema and the guy says, you can't take your coffee in, well, you're going to have to kill me. Because this was fucking four pounds and I'm taking it into the movie with me. Because if you think I'm paying four pounds for your shitty little coffee, that every time I order it, the guy behind the counter goes... Not even exaggerating, he literally is just pointing at a coffee from Starbucks that he has, which he probably paid four pound for because it's what is the uh, actual name of the coffee? Oh, it's pumpkin spice time, baby! But don't get me distracted. I'm trying to be annoyed at people. But pumpkin spice. I know it's fucking delicious. So anyway, we're at Suicide Squad, and my issue with the guy behind the counter is obviously they say to you, "Where do you want to sit?" Because those of you back home don't know this, but here in this, well, then maybe it's the same there now. But here in the UK, you can actually pick where you want to sit. I believe it's called allocated seating. That's right. They'll flip the screen around and let you pick your seats. Usually, I just go, ah, whatever. Middle somewhere. It doesn't matter. As far away from other people as possible. Right. So in the middle. It's a Sunday morning at 10 a.m., okay? Uh, I think when we get in there, there's about six people in the entire cinema. And you know where the dumbass behind the counter has sat them all? Right. In a row, right next to each other. Six people in a row, right next to each other, in an empty cinema. But one thing you got to keep in mind, like you said yourself when you used to work in the phone shop and other places, you would dick about and have a bit of fun with the customer. So if you're working, it's a fucking, you know it's going to be a shit day because weekends are always shit, especially in the morning because you get kids' films and they're all fucking like parents who, you know, begrudge paying an extra 5p for some popcorn or some shit. You, you, you'd you have a bit of fun and just think, let's line them all up and see if they sit there. Yeah, but it's it's it's, it's one thing for a but I got to sit there for three hours, man. No one fucking sits in their seats anyway. Yeah, but Unless that's it's exactly. busy and then you're fucked. So then we see it and there's all these fuckers in a row and I'm like, no, no. So we move back a few rows. Perfect, right? Seems like everything's going to be fine now. No, wrong. You know what happens next? <laughs> Someone comes in with the seats that you're sitting in. No, Tubbo and Chubbo. Tubbo and Chubbo. Well, actually, you're right. First, somebody did come to sit in the seats we were in. So we moved over. They sat there. Now we're, all right, we're next to somebody again. Move over a couple seats and we see coming through the door, Chubbo and Chubbo. With the biggest popcorn, biggest drink, biggest bag of candies I've ever seen. They sit directly behind us, and immediately it's... So, I know by this point, it's been about five minutes. The trailers have started, 
And when there's a dial when there's dialogue in the trailer, I can hear these fuckers chewing over the dialogue on the screen. And I look at Rachel and I know Rachel's annoyed. And if Rachel's annoyed, I've probably already been annoyed for five minutes. So we're sitting there and I'm thinking, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't sit here for the whole time. I can't do it. Maybe they'll stop. Maybe they'll realize they're being annoying. Maybe they'll realize how loud they're chewing and they'll stop. Do you think they stopped? No, they didn't. So in between trailers, I stood up and loud enough for them to hear me, I said, I can't listen to this for the whole movie. We need to move. To which Rachel said, thank fuck. So we moved. <laughs> These guys then looked at me like hurt little bunny rabbits. And I'm like, well, don't chew like a pig then, you motherfucker. Or look like one. So then we move up. Or smell like one. And before we sit, I do the listen test. No, can't hear them. Can't hear them. Great. Sit down. Perfect. Downside to that is then we then watch Suicide Squad. But people, as I'm saying, just fucking have a think about the people around you who don't want to deal with your bullshit. And one of the worst ever that I ever had to that, that exact theater was the dude who used to be a manager there. He used to take his big wife with him. I remember once you told me he was a cock, which he probably was, but he had a big I think, wife. I think a lot of them might be. And they sat a couple rows behind me, feet all over the <clears throat> seats. Ah, yes. Chewing, scoffing, caught, you know, it just. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you work here, man. He's uh, I don't not know he's, a nice. I don't think he still works there. I think he does. I seen him. I seen him last long ago. He's still there. And it's like, well, it's got to be coming up to eight years now. Cause I, I don't think he was there when we first opened. I'm sure he started maybe the first or the second intakes. We started just after us, I think. And a brown-nosing motherfucker who just literally tries to act like your best friend. Keep in mind that this, this fucker, he's like, got to be at least five, ten years older than anyone in there. Right. He's got a family, he's got yeah. a wife and all yeah. that. So it's yeah. like, yeah, we can understand you if, you if you are a bit mature because you're a dad, you're a grown-up. You're a fucking grown-up for yeah. fuck's sake, you know? sure. But he, he, he always came around and tried to be young, hip, and all this. And it's, it's, oh, it's like when you see those, those fucking people that are trying so hard to be like an emo or something, just trying so mm-hmm. hard to be like all their friends. And it's mm-hmm. like, just fucking stop. Just be yourself. And yeah, it's fam- his wife, family, like they're all a bit sort of fucked. Yeah, I believe, what's the word? Pri- privileged? No. Yeah, I mean, but if anyone should know better about audience etiquette, you'd think it'd be somebody be who fucking worked work. there. Yeah. And before he was like a manager or a team leader or whatever it was, he he was he was customer service, bottom of the rung. He knows what it's like to have to fucking deal with shit and deal with fucking cunty customers. And it's like... Oh, the first cunt of the episode, 18 minutes in. Oh, cunt. I think I have another one on the house. And it's like the, the feed thing fucked me off, right? Because you get some people to take their shoes off on the back of the fucking chair. Yeah. So it's like you're looking down. Like, yeah, you can see people's heads, but they're all kind of blur into one. But a fucking foot sticks out, and it's you can fucking see it. Oh, yeah. it's. I'm all for, like, I'll, I'll put my foot up, say, on the back of the, the armrest in front of me. Because you, like, you can't really see it, and the feet doesn't, don't usually go through. I won't do it if someone's sitting no, in front of me. No, of course not. No. But you get people, like, literally, oh, there's someone sitting in front of me. If I lean over to the right or the left, I can put my feet up on the chair next to them. And I've literally had to stop when I'm sitting or just keep laughing, just <laughs> throwing popcorn. Just yeah, I think we should play them at their own game. Oh my god, can you imagine? We could beat them because we are annoying pricks. Yeah, and it, it, we know like if we're having a bit of fun, if we're doing this for a laugh, we can be even more fucking annoying. It's just audience etiquette, folks. Like, please just have a thought about the people around you. It reminds you saying about putting your feet up. When Rachel and I went to London to see Aladdin, the Broadway show, which, by the way, if any of you have an opportunity to, you should definitely, definitely, definitely do it. It's amazing. However. This theater we're in, it was built in like the 1900s. Okay, real classic place. 
There's a dude up to the left I'll never forget in a pair of fucking shorts and a t-shirt. And during any break, he slumps his feet right over the chair in front of him with his shoes on. Really? So then somebody <laughs> has to come back and sit in that fucking chair, you son of a bitch. But no part of him thought, I shouldn't wipe my feet on there. One, this theater's been here since the 1900s, so have some respect. Two, somebody's sitting there in a minute. No, every time, legs flopped over the fucking thing. Disgusting. I really wish I was a little bit more of a prick because I would start saying shit to people. Or, you know, if you knew someone that worked there and be like, can you come and throw this fucking guy out? He's annoying the fuck yeah, out of me. Because that was some of the best times I've ever had. I don't know if we've talked about it is when I used to have you. I used to text you and get people kicked out of the cinema. It, to be fair, this isn't us just being a dick. It isn't like, I don't like those people over there. Kick them out. It was for like pissing about on their phones, laughing, throwing sweets. They were always, yep. it was always for a reason. If you were in there and you feel, you know, quiet, not quiet as in you can't fucking say anything. Having a little bit of chit chat is fine. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. but. Just not like general rustling, like occasionally from food. Like we weren't, we weren't being dicks. No, no. We, I think we were like obviously we're being legit because you can tell if you say to someone, "Okay, you're pissing about," out, they know that they're pissing about. They will literally stand up and leave. I've never yeah. had anyone fight me. No, I wasn't. I'm like, yeah. no, come on, you're pissing Time about. To go. Out. Yeah, and they would go, "Okay, sorry." I'm like, they get up and say, "Oh, can I stay?" I'm like, "You've been pissing about now." Like depending on how they were, like yeah. sometimes they, um, you know, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. You know, kind of stay, please, please, please. And you're like, okay, you get one more fucking chance. That's right. It's. I remember the time I took my mum to see some Johnny Depp movie, and these kids were actually sitting. Like one was on the one end of the aisle, one was on the other end, one was in the middle, and they were yelling to each other the whole time, running up and down the aisles. My mom gave him the stink eye, and she thought, "What the hell's wrong with them?" And I was like, "Do you want me to get him kicked out?" And she's like, "No, don't. It's embarrassing." I was like. Watch yeah, this. Wait, wait, wait. Slip the see. phone out of the pocket. Text to just John. Back row. Three kids. Within minutes, here comes my hero. Walking up the aisle. You three, out. And as they walked by me, I was thinking, that's right, bitches. I don't have much power in life, but I have this power. I felt like the king of the world. It's like, yeah, it just felt high. Like, get the fuck, fuck out. This shit. It's amazing. And there was the ones that were taking selfies, remember? And you told them you were going to call the cops. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We're at a theater watching a movie. Girls in the front row are taking fucking selfies of each other. And obviously because there's no light behind them, they have to turn around. So the fucking film is like, yep, is there. And it's not me being a dick. Like, they, the fucking, they drum it into you that even taking stills, taking photos of the screen is like breach of fucking copyright. Yep. So you go up to me and you just say like, yeah, you know, you technically broke copyright now. I have to ring the police. You know, you have to look yep. at their phone if you see it on there and all this and... Usually I just make him delete it and say, like, if you don't delete it, if you don't sit down, we we are going to have to fucking kick you out and yep. we, we will have to ring the police. And yep. usually it's enough just to scare him to shut the hell up. But yep. why? Like, it's expensive. He's paid all that money to what? go there and talk to your friends. Go to McDonald's, man. I pay, like, 10, 15, 20 quid to go get food, go get, like, cinema tickets and piss about. You can go to Ballplex, which was literally yeah. the next fucking complex over. Yeah. It's technically closer than the cinema because you have to walk a little bit further up the yeah. road. Or Starbucks, like you said, McDonald's, anywhere. Just fuck off. Yeah. Save Do you remember when we money. were all there together and there was those kids talking and they didn't see me, but I said, sit down, please. I remember the, and this the kid really froze. deep voice on. This kid froze <laughs> and just looked and I went, yes, you, sit down, please. And the kid just like creeped back into his seat. See, that part was fun, but yeah, you're right. People just... It's it's all the older I get, the more I realize the less people give a fuck about anyone else, and it's actually really really depressing. But one thing to keep in the back of your mind: Did you when you were that age? Oh, I was a piece of shit. I'm never saying I wasn't. <laughs> However, because I remember one specifically, we went to see Galaxy Quest. Oh fucking hell! And we talked through the whole movie. All right, loud and shit. 
And I remember the guy came up to us at the end and said, hey, how about next time you shut the fuck up? And he walked away and we all froze except for our one buddy who went, or you could just suck my dick. <laughs> Obviously, at that time, we thought we were the coolest kids in the world. Now I realize I was actually a real little cunt. But I've seen the error in my ways and now I'm looking forward and I want to help other people not be cunts. But, you know, scaring the shit out of them. Right? That was fun, though, wasn't it? Because that kid shit himself. Sit down, please. I think it was the other time as well that we were all in and there's people talking at the back of the screen. So I went up, gave him a bit of a, you know, I work here. So if you don't shut up, I can kick you out and you won't get your money back. And if anything, you'll probably be banned. So, yeah. Do you want to carry on or do you want to just be quiet and watch the film? But I said this like in between ads and trailers. So it was all quiet. I think everyone in the cinema heard me. Yep. Came, sat back down, stone cold quiet. And I was like, shit, now we can't talk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now we have to be good because you yelled at those kids. But I guess that's my whole point there is I, I wrote down on our list concert etiquette. But I think if anything, it's just fucking common decency. Yeah. Just, just general fucking just be, manners. Just be fucking decent to each other, you pieces of shit. Like we heard the other day at work, uh, there's a rumor going around that a girl fell down and had a seizure. Remember? We won't name her. We won't go into any. That's none of our business. However, I also heard that part of it was people were walking around her and stepping over her. I pray to Christ that's not true. I really hope nobody we work with would have done that. That's fucked up. But if it is, then shame on all of them. And I hope they burn in hell if there is one because this that's person's disgusting. This a lovely person. She's, it doesn't matter if she is or not. If you see a person on the Actually, ground, yeah, a good point. obviously in a position of, you know, something's like, not right. You can tell the difference if somebody's falling down because they're drunk. Yeah. That's different. Because they, yeah. But this girl, if that's, I pray to God that's not true. But if that is true, then that's disgusting. Because you have no idea what's happened to that person. That person could be dropping dead on the ground and you've stepped over them because you want to get home. It's disgusting, but that is sadly what modern day seems to be like. Kind of makes you feel bad, like some of the people you're working with, just knowing that they're just like, they P- don't give a fuck. Of shit. Like it's, it's one of those things, everybody at our work, it's probably the same at all your works at home, ladies and gentlemen. It's never their fault. It's never their problem. They only care about themselves. Yeah. And that seems to be the theme of the world right now. This seems to be a common occurrence. I've had this fucking argument so many times or this discussion about like, you know, let's just say people argue, people break up or whatever it is. And it's always like, you know, oh, he says this, she says this or whatever. Like, there's always an argument, but people don't seem to understand. It's like, yeah, they're telling you. You know, they're telling everyone that it's your fault because usually there is someone in the wrong and there is someone in the right. And it's never, it's like whoever's saying it, it's never them that was in the wrong. No, never. Sometimes you were in the wrong, just fucking man up and admit it. Yep, yeah, I fucked up. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Like, I won't do it again. I'll try, you know, try not to do it again. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's it's a case of like, shit, I'm in now. I'm going to have to keep trying to defend it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like today, we had an, a moment at work today, ladies and gentlemen, where I actually damaged a part. Honest mistake. Didn't even think about it. Damaged the piece. When they came and explained it to me, I didn't go. It wasn't fucking me. I immediately said, "It was one. I, you know, it was one of those common sense things where as soon as they explained it to me, I went, oh, shit, you're absolutely right.' Basically, we deal with leather, and I put the piece of leather down, and it got scratched because I put it face down on a piece. Now that I say it out loud, I'm like, well, what the fuck are you thinking? But I didn't say well, it wasn't me. I simply said, "Shit, you're absolutely right. My bad. Won't happen again." I owned it. I wasn't going to go, oh, but that's because you didn't tell me and they didn't tell him and he didn't. No, I just said, my bad. It's on me. Won't happen again. Just fucking own it sometimes because it's so like when you get much. pulled over by the cops. The cops already know what you did, but then you're still going to try to go, oh, what seems to be the problem? I didn't do anything. Cop already knows, man. Come on. Yeah. When you've got pulled over in the middle of the night, you, he knows what you've done. Not only that, even if you just say, look, I'm really sorry. I know I was speeding. I'm trying to get home. I'm just shattered. I'm sorry. I need to take a poo. Yeah, whatever. If anything, like if you're honest, they're going to be like, look, 
you know, I'm going to lay you off with the warning this time, but just for fuck's sake, keep it, you know, just whatever. They might not lay you off with the warning, so you never if know. you do get a ticket, don't come to me and right. say, you fucking silly, lay me off with the warning. I'm just saying, it's just, fucking own it. Not only that, it shows just strength of character. Yeah, yeah. Because it's never a case of like, oh, it's never fucking your fault. Oh, no, he did it. She did it. Oh, they didn't tell me this. They told me this. Just fucking say, oh, yeah, you're right. I fucked up. I remember getting pulled over once in Canada for speeding when Manchester United were in the Champions League final. This is when I was still really into the to the football. And I was speeding home. Got pulled over. Cop said, hey, you're going a little faster, weren't you? And I went, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, Manchester United are in the Champions League final. It starts in 20 minutes. I just kind of lost my head and was speeding. You're absolutely right. Didn't give me a ticket. Said, slow down. I hope your team does well. That's because I went, you know what? I was speeding and here's why. I didn't try to go, I wasn't fucking... No, you're, you're, you're lying. The machine that you have, that everyone has, is lying. <coughs> but on wrong. that, there was once very, you know, you know the trouble I've had locally with the bus systems and the fucking <laughs> bus drivers. I've ridden buses in a lot of countries, folks, and the worst ones ever are right here in this town in Wales. Because again, the people we're talking about, these bus drivers do not give a fuck. I get on the bus one time at a, in my, you know, at a, at a different stop to my usual stop. Okay? So, I didn't know this until much later, but what had happened was the bus left and changed the number on the screen. But when I get on the bus, I show him my return ticket, let's say for the route number six, because that's the bus that takes me home. And I show him, here's my ticket for number six. He says, cool. Immediately changes the bus to number eight and goes a completely different way and drives all the way around. <laughs> takes me back to town where I got on the bus. And I walk up to him when I went, um, you were the number six when I got on. What do you think he said? The next words he said to me. I can't even think. I was trying to think of something like dickish to say. But he immediately went, well, it's not my fault you didn't check. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Nobody said it's your fault. I'm just asking you. You were the six. Were you the six when I got on the bus? He said, no, I was the eight. And I was like, I'm sorry, but the screen said six. And you looked at my ticket and you said, no problem. So if my ticket's for the six, why would you let me on the eight? And he said, it's not my fault you didn't check. I went, right. Okay. So how am I supposed to get home now? Because I don't have any more money to buy another bus ticket. Not my problem. And I said, okay, so I'll, I'll walk then, shall I? And he said, I guess. Please. He didn't have to be that way. He could have just said, my bad, buddy. Please say you went to the company because you know that they can get fucked for that. Well, you know I've written many an email to Stagecoach. Many of emails. So it was just, <laughs> I, my, my only point was immediately he went, it's not my fucking fault. He didn't say he didn't swear, but he said, it's not my fault. I was like, who said anything about fault? I'm just asking you to explain to me. If he had just said, like, you're right, I, I, I'm completely sorry, just blanked. Autopilot mode, you know, exactly. I'll go and have a chat with the six over there and just explain what happened. Right. Fucking problem solved. Not only that, then you're going to be fucking loving. Yeah, because loving here life. in this country, folks, they rip your return ticket, meaning it can't be used again. So, what the fuck? But it, me, no, it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. Nobody said it's your fault, brother. I'm just asking you why you were the six and now you're the eight and you didn't think to tell the kid who had a ticket for the six that you weren't the six anymore. Not only that, when they get like, it's not my fault, you fucking should have checked. It's almost like they're they're getting like a defensive, which makes you kind of right. almost forces you to attack them. It's not my job to check the bus ticket. It's the bus driver's job to check the bus check right. the bus. Ticket. I mean, think about it. You can get like a fucking a fifty piece like single to the shops. Yep. Get on a fucking bus to London, and they won't no? check it. Well, yeah. Is that my fault uh, or his no, fault? Yeah, yeah, no, you, yeah, you should fucking check. I it. got a three hour bus ride for free. Is that my fault or his? Yeah, fucking buses. Sure, they fucking check those though, don't they? Oh, I'm sure they do. Let's not get started on buses because buses piss me off. Especially right here locally. Fuck, I've had so many arguments with different bus drivers, and it's just like, it doesn't have to be like this. Or like, you know, there used to be when I lived way up the mountains in Blenavon. Now, folks, this is way up, little tiny roads, middle of the mountains, always the first place to get fucked by snow. Oh, I remember once during snowstorms, remember all the times I never used to show up to work because there was no buses? Because you're a lazy fuck. Which was all right with me. 
I remember I got on the bus the one day and there was really bad weather. And I said to the driver, hey, uh, have you heard anything about them stopping the bus services? I just want to make sure I can get home later. Well, how am I supposed to know? I have no idea. It's nothing to do with me. You're a bus driver. I like, I, I'm just saying, have you heard anything about maybe turning off services because I want to. Oh, I have no idea. It's nothing to do with me. Immediately, I'm like, well, you obviously don't give a shit. So that, that's absolutely fine. I remember that route was really bad. <coughs> Man flu. Because the bus would be, say, 20 minutes late. And then he would stop to have like three smoke breaks on the way. Ah, uh, the fucking I'm like, smoke breaks. Can you just drive me to work, please? Like, I rely on you to get me to work in time. I, I can understand being it's being a stressful job because having to constantly deal with fucking kids and shit yeah, yeah. fucking people all day would be would be fucking grinding. But like doesn't mean you get a ten minute break every ten minutes, does it? Does it mean that you're allowed to fucking smoke so much or is, it, is you it like a requirement of the job or is it your job drives you to fucking smoke? It's just I just hate that bus ride. Forty five minutes each way all the time. Not to mention the bus being thirty, forty minutes late. Because the traffic was fucking annoying Because you take some of the main roads So yeah yeah, you were fucked And you'd have no bus for 40 minutes And then three of them would show up at the same time You'd go what the fuck's the point (laughs) You'd always pick the one that stunk of piss Absolutely No matter what You'd get on the one that stunk of pee I hate people just because you couldn't hold it Exactly It's a recurring theme on this podcast That I fucking hate people That's why we call you Matt People Personally That's right I love people Let's, Let's go on because I had an interesting phone call the other day Oh now, more. my internet service provider here is called Talk Talk. All right? And that's not, all they fucking do. They're not great, but I stick with them because the internet's really fast. And, uh, Isn't it legitimately unlimited as well? It's actually, it's, yes, genuinely unlimited. And they don't track what you're doing. So let's just say... So read into that what you will. That's right. Let's say a friend came over and wanted to download a torrent. It would be no skin off my back because my service provider doesn't check. All right? Let's just say that. I don't torrent because that's illegal. I don't like breaking the law. If I did, I'd be with Talk Talk for that reason. Okay? Phone rings the other day. And, uh, hello, is that Mr. Lees? And I said, yep. Is that right? You gave me a look. Is that uh, racist to do the accent? A little bit. It's not racist. Bit. That's what she sounded like. Uh, okay, so it's not racist. She's just really good at accents. I am really good at accents. Um, Wait, you say she, but you sound like a dude. Well, it was a woman. She said. Oh, hello. Is, is that, that was Welsh, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't fucking know Second, accents. Uh, that was, uh, so anyway, she says, is that Mr. Lees? Yep, who's this? You're fighting down the accent and you fight. Yeah, I'm fight. trying not to oh, do God, the just accent do it, Just do it, you got it now. All right, this is, um, this is Akbar from Tok Tok. And I, I said, a lady. Oh, I don't give a fuck. I was like, how's it going? Yes, uh, we have to talk about your internet service. Okay, Ooh. no problem. How can I help you? Uh, well, uh, just to check, uh, we see that sometimes you have up to 10 computers connected at one time. I'm dropping the accent because I can't keep it up. I said, well, that's not accurate at all. Oh, yes, at least 10 devices are connected. No, definitely not. Oh, well, then I'm afraid you must have a virus. <laughs> All right. But I can help you with this. Oh, thank goodness. Thank you. Can you just confirm for me your name, your date of birth, and your fo- and your postcode? No. Uh, well, I need that to be able to help you. I don't care. You must obviously already have that because you're Talk Talk, and I'm with you, and you called me, so you must have my details. So yeah, you must be able to see that this number that you just rang matched the person with whom right? you were speaking. Exactly. So you tell me. You tell me my details so I know you're And legit. I will confirm them for my state so security. she tells me my details, which are wrong. House number's wrong. Postcode's wrong. So I said, it's not me. And she said, oh, no, it's definitely you, sir, and we can help you. We can help you fix your computers. And I said... <laughs> Do you like your job? And she said, pardon? I was like, "Like, do you get up in the morning and come to work proud of the fact that you're scamming people? Oh, no, definitely not a scam. Listen, 
I know this is a scam, and you know this is a scam. What I want to know is how you can get up every day and come to work knowing that you're ripping people off. Because people who didn't think it through, you'd be ripping them off. Let me guess. Let me guess. If I give you my credit card number, you can fix the problem right now. Is that what we're going to do here? Uh, no, no, no. Nothing like that. It was like, listen, you need to get yourself a real job because this is disgusting. I'm not giving you any of my details, and I know you're not from Talk Talk. I can guarantee you I'm from Talk Talk. Well, seeing as you have my details, you'll send me a right? letter, and I'll just go see what my solicitor says. So I hang up the phone. I immediately call Talk Talk. Hey, I think somebody just called me about my internet provide my internet problems. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, they said I have an issue with my connection, and that uh, I need to to look into it with you. Oh no, sir. Um, we would never we would never call you. Um, when it comes to technical problems, we we essentially wait for you to ring us because obviously we can't really tell if you're having an issue, so we always wait for you to ring us. Okay, so it was a scam. So if you're one of those people out there that has that job, jump off a bridge. Please. If you are purposely going to work to rip people off, you're a piece of dirt. Just like many people who sell car insurance. Am I right? Do we know them? Of course we do. We know some people <laughs> like that. It's disgusting. If you're using fear-mongering and you're pressuring people into ripping them off and stealing their money, then you are a piece of shit. That's Especially what I'm here the to fact tell that you. They advocate like sort of slight neurolinguistic programming skills, like say certain subtle words, like you know, I understand there's certain words that you can't say, like uh, don't say that you know we guarantee, right? Just say you know uh, you could get up to or whatever it is, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's there's the flip side, you know, it's you use it in almost like a negative way to make you feel bad. Yeah, implying like this, you need to take this product, otherwise you're gonna die. Well, it's the guys that when we talked about it on this very show, I think the ones who used to say. Oh, so you don't want injury cover. So if you have a crash and your daughter breaks both her legs, you don't care. Yeah. Or how like, can you? How are you gonna like? Yeah. How do you fucking live with yourself? Or the, was it the other one? Um, oh, but if you have an accident or something, or if your car's written off, how are you gonna get to work? Right. And it's like my my, I know someone um, who I don't know if she still does. It's been a little while now. Who works within uh, insurance within a bank. Mm-hmm. And she has said that she is not allowed to sort of, she's not to give her opinion and she's right. not allowed to sort of pressure you and just say, but what are you going to do if you, you know, if you right. if you've got like a terminal illness, you can't, you can only say facts. You're not allowed to right. sort of do that kind of shit because that, 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 that's, that is pressure. It's that's manipulation. That, that can fuck someone up. But neither are car insurance salespeople by law. They're also not allowed to give you targets, remember? But they just take the word target and turn it into KPI and now we're not breaking the law. Disgusting. Oh, key performance issues or something, wasn't it? Key performance indicators. Indicators, that was it. If you make your living from scaring people and ripping people off, you'll get yours. I believe in karma. One of those questions though, like, tech, well, should you really have to? Is Like, if the product is good enough, you shouldn't have to. Exactly. Like, if the car insurance is that fucking shit hot, you should literally just say, okay, we've got A, B, C, and D. Like, A does this, B does this, C does this. Would you like any of those? Right. And, like, let them decide. That's how it should be. Yeah. But it's not it's that way. enough, they should be like, yes, I love this. But as so, as uh, both of us did that very job, it is not that way, is it? Absolutely not. They tell you that's good enough. Remember, as long as you ask all the questions, you'll never get in trouble. So is you, that true? Yeah, you're there for the no. first month training thinking, this is fucking sweet. Exactly. And then when you find out, oh, by the way, we want you to ask the question this exact right. specific Plus, way. if you don't ask it three times, then you haven't done your job. Yeah, and you can get fired. Awful. Or we can just take your money off you. Like Awful. If you are calling car insurance companies, please pre-pick what you want. Go in with a plan. Don't listen to their fucking Jedi mind trick bullshit. I suppose, though, at least they have a job. There are a few people out there who... I guess. Don't. That's very true. Like dolers, like we talked about today, yeah. who sit at home and live off us. 
and do fuck all and bitch and moan about like these immigrants taking our fucking jobs. You wouldn't have a job anyway. No. Many, many people like that. Think about it. You know, they need people to fucking litter pick, cut grass. Like, if I was out, like, I fucking get bored. Like, having a week off is fine. You sit at home, you chill out, you go see some friends. You know, you do whatever you do. Like, you do the things you've been putting off. Like, I'll fix the garden gate fucking. Yeah, I'll I'll do it on the weekend. Weekend comes like, I'm tired. You come up, yeah. So, you know, you take a week, take two weeks off. You, you, within a few days you're fucking done because you're so fucking bored you're like I'll do this oh that didn't take long I'll yeah, do this yeah, exactly and it's like I've not, I know a few people that do it and they just I don't know smoke weed play video games just do nothing and I'm like which is beautiful if you if you are in your own living can't nobody yeah. tell you what you can do in your spare time but if you're no. living off me and then I see you on Facebook moaning and whining that oh I guess I'll only be able to go to Disney World for one week next year <sighs> like I have no sympathy for you None, not one tiny little bit. Because you know what? McDonald's will fucking hire anyone. But not only that. Anyone. Like, I honestly think the council, like, they do it in the States. You get food stamps. You know, they, they give you money. I've known people that are fucking on the dole, literally buying drugs. Right. Buying alcohol with it. Right. It's like, what the fuck? No, you know, this is no. supposed to be for food. This is supposed to be, I don't know, bus mm-hmm. fare so you can go That's through right. interviews, whatever it is. It's going to be <sighs> very political of me to say. I think if you were living off the people, if you were on the dole... You should be on food stamps. There shouldn't be money. You should never get cash or money. You should be on food stamps. And you should always get everything you need. Food, drink, water, nappies, everything. You should have it all. No alcohol, but no But you cigarettes. also shouldn't have 500 bucks in the bank and be able to go and buy a bag of weed. And I think after a few months of like, yeah, okay, you, you've been giving me evidence because I... Years ago, I actually went on the doll. I think it was only for like two weeks, three weeks. But you told me you hated yourself. Fucking hated it. And you have to go there and give them evidence. I've been looking at this. I yeah. went on this site. I went to yeah. this. I, I, you, know, you have to go and show them what you're doing. So th- theoretically, uh, you, you should literally just say like, I've done all this. And there's absolutely no fucking way unless you don't want the job or you're really bullshitting that can you do all this and not find anything. No. I mean, for fuck's sake, I honestly think after about four, six months or whatever, the council should say, okay, uh, we need someone to go pick up litter. Exactly. Like, we'll give you all the clothes. You literally just got to go out there for like six hours a day. We'll give you, we'll fucking, uh, not so much now because it's going to be getting colder, but like go mow the fucking grass on the yeah. roundabouts. Somebody should be doing it. Yeah. Pick up rubbish. Do That's what you should be doing if you're living off the people. You should be doing whatever is needed of you. You shouldn't get to just sit home and watch TV. That's the whole point of the council as well. Don't we pay the council? Or like, you know, a lot of these people have fucking council houses, little um, home seekers and all that. So shouldn't you... Obviously, if anyone out there has a different opinion, just let us know. And just Please, like, let's debate it. Yeah, I understand that there's two sides. And, like, you know, there are certain people who, for whatever reason, you know, it, this doesn't really apply to them. And it just sounds like we're reaming on you. Yeah, but yeah we're like, not reaming all of you. Trust me. We are not reaming all of you. I have friends who have fallen on hard times and have used the doll to get them back on their feet. That's what it's there for. That's beautiful. I understand that. If you've been on it for multiple years, you're taking advantage. I know someone very specifically who has three children and says, I can't find a job. There's no jobs. I can't find work. There's no jobs. When I moved back to Wales, I had a job within a month. I am telling you there are jobs there if you want them. You just don't want them. But if I had three kids here to feed, I would take whatever the fuck job I could find to feed those kids. Mainly because, you know, if you can find a full-time job, which I know is hard with a lot of these people doing fucking zero or four-hour contracts, but you get paid more than what the fucking doll give you. It's disgusting. I mean, and as I said, McDonald's would literally hire anyone. I I think, obviously I didn't tell my previous employer this, but um, they, again, I worked in a coffee shop on my, um, 
fuck, what's the word? Probation got right. failed. Like they failed my probation right. because my hours were getting cut, and I basically was uh, rather vocal about it, just saying, "What the fuck? I can't. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I need more than even though I was verbally promised." Anyway, they they sort of said to me, "I oh, we're gonna have to let you go." I was like, "Fuck!" Literally that day, I did go into the the council office yeah, to yeah. see about sort of going on the dole because I'm like, "Shit, I've got bills to pay." Like this, like. Temporarily, temporarily. I need some help. Yeah, yeah. You're uh, entitled to. It. I know someone that works here who sort of helps people and stuff. And I said to her, like, "What do I do?" She said, "Oh, you do this, you do this, you do this." I did that, and I think I was three days. Then I had another job. Exactly. So I was, I, like, I fucking. I think it was just online. Like, indeed. Oh, there's a job here. Send off my CV. They replied. I went down for an interview. Done. Like fucking three days. I said to her, "I was like, oh, who do I ring to cancel?" She said, "I'll oh, ring these people. Give me your information. Say you're going to cancel it." That was it. Done. It's, yeah. I mean, this we've used this episode to just bitch about people, but that's beautiful. I was saying that McDonald's will hire anyone as a segue into my McDonald's is shit story. Segway. So cool segue. Now, McDonald's is not high class food, is it? No, it's not at hence all. why it's called fast food. There are even reason, though that it says restaurant. There is a reason you go to McDonald's. It's for one consistency, as in you get the same thing every time, allegedly, and two for speed. It's fast right. food. So, we go to McDonald's, not our usual McDonald's, that's our first mistake, I guess. I say usual, it's not like we eat it that often, but not our normal place that we go to, okay? Pull up to the drive-thru window, uh, and as we're, we make our order, and as we're pulling up to the second window, I immediately know we're going to have a problem, because I hear, from the window, I hear, I haven't even had a fucking smoke break yet, and if she fucking thinks she's going on break, she can fucking forget it. This is what I've now heard clear as day out of the window. Pull up, it's the fucking one of the managers saying that. She then looks at me and goes, oh, just pull into Bay 3. We'll be there in a minute. She sort of like waves you off. Yeah, yeah. So I pull into Bay 3 as instructed. We sit there for 15 minutes. And we're just... Now, this is like 6 o'clock in the evening. So it's like dinner time. 15 minutes. After which, a car now pulls into Bay number 1. This is very important. I'm in 3. He's in 1. Pulls into Bay 1. He's been there literally 30 seconds when a girl walks up, hands him a big bag of food. And I'm thinking, that's our food. Just based on time, like right. that's got to be our food. Absolutely, and I see the guy look in the bag, I look at his girlfriend with this like, oh, we got free food, and he just drives away. Probably because like I just have a burger and fries, and you know he yeah. has like fucking two meals. And- well, tell you what, just John, I know exactly what he ordered, but my part of this is obviously we're talking about humans and etiquette. He knows that the car sitting next to him, he knows he has my food. There's no way he doesn't know that's my food that he's got in his car. I mean, out of three bays and only two cars there, if it's not yours. Fucking logic right? dictates it has to be the other car, So right? wouldn't any little party you want to go, hey, buddy, I think this is yours? No, did he fuck? He drove off with my food. Within a minute, a guy walks up, and he's literally got a bag, a little tiny bag, crumpled up in his hand and pretty much flings it in the window at me. Look inside, a cheeseburger and four nuggets. So this dude next to me ordered a burger and nuggets for like two pounds and got our meals. So I'm like, fuck. And I look at the receipt, and the receipt is actually my order, but not the, what's in the bag little bit confusing but again the receipt is my order but my food is not in the bag so i go right inside go up to the counter wait like five six minutes for someone to make eye contact with me and i say can i talk to the manager is there anything i can help no can i just talk to the manager fine comes over face like slapped ass as if i've now offended his family you probably cut his uh, cigarette break don't give a fuck he was out on a cigarette break all right god and i said hey man yeah this isn't my food and he goes legit now he just looks at the receipt and goes well it's on the receipt I'm like yeah why don't you look in the bag though because it's not the food I ordered 
And he opens it and he goes, well, no, we just brought this food out. I'm like, right. So I ate all the food I did order. And then I materialized a cheeseburger and nuggets to bring back into you to scam you out of another meal. Is that what's just happened here? Oh, well, we'll have to make another one now. Yeah, she's I was like, yeah, well. I realized that. And he's like, well, you're going to have to wait. I was like, bro, I've been out there for 20 minutes. What's another 10 minutes? He then says, because Rachel doesn't like pickle. All right. So we order a Big Mac minus the pickle. It's partially because she doesn't like pickle. It's also to guarantee they make her a fresh one. He then says to me, with no sarcasm in his voice at all, he says, well, you're welcome to take one of those ones and just pick the pickles off. I said, I don't want one of the ones that have been there for half an hour. Because I used to work at McDonald's like you did. And I know what those little metal tag means based on the clock on the wall. And I know when you were supposed to throw those burgers away, and you didn't. So no, I don't want to pick the pickles off the fucking burger. And if anything, they probably just fucking, oh, we'll just change the number. Fuck, we never used to throw it away. We used no, to we used to just the move the metal tags around. Yeah. Of course you do. So then he he finally gets my food. He puts it in a bag, sets it on the counter, and then goes, oh, shit, where's that receipt? And now walks back to the store again. He's looking for a receipt. I'm like, I don't want the fucking receipt, man. Can I just have the food I ordered? I'm considering at this point just walking behind the counter myself and just grabbing it and just getting the hell out of there. But I wait. Gives me the food. Fine. We get home, and I'm thinking, you know what? No. Not good enough. Because any retail job I've had, when I've had a bad experience, I've had shit. Yeah, the amount of people like, you know, even like, was it one guy that kicked off before because you sold him a phone who couldn't have his poker app? He couldn't right. install his poker app or right. something on there? Yeah, yeah. And I got a complaint against me for that. How it, am I supposed to know your poker app wouldn't work? Did he even say anything? He didn't he, even fucking say anything no, about poker app. Nothing. But I got bollocked. Bollocking is a word for getting yelled at here. Um, because his app poker app didn't work. When he never even mentioned to me that he wanted Anyway, doesn't matter. I get home and I'm thinking, you know what? No, I'm going to send an email because this is the, one of the biggest corporations in the world <coughs> and I'm going to send a complaint. Man flu. So, man flu. So I, I send the complaint email. And you know me, Jess John, I love sending complaint emails. Because you're very um, wordy. articulate. I like sitting there and really thinking about how you use every Whipping single word. Whipping out the word. old thesaurus. Oh, absolutely. So Resplendent. I send a nice long email to the McDonald's Corporation. And okay. I say to them, look, I realize... People have bad days. I realize it may have just been busy and I caught them on a bad time. However, I choose your restaurant for consistency and speed and I got neither one of those things. If anything, you attitude. Right, and I also got attitude from the manager when I tried to address that with him. I was like, I am not one of these people that loves sending these every week, but I just needed to express this. I also then went on to say, I'm not doing this for free food because I'm never going back to that location. I just want you to be aware. And I also realize that you're a multi-billion pound corporation. You probably don't give a shit but I'm not going to go back to your restaurant. That You don't care. It, it probably makes like zero fucking influence. So I wait and I wait Ooh. and I get this email back from McDonald's. <clears throat> Dear Mr. Lees, thank you for contacting us about your visit to our Pontypool restaurant. We're sorry to hear about your experience. Now this has the manager's name in it and I'm going to say I don't give a shit. The restaurant you have referred to is run by our franchisee, David Balcom. I think, though, isn't that the guy that owns it? Sure. Because, like, obviously, he owns it, then a manager runs it. I don't give a shit. Either way, McDonald's is responsible. That's why it's a fucking... Yeah. That's why it's not David's Burgers. That's why it's McDonald's. As the owner of the restaurant, they look after any customer feedback themselves. Bollocks. We have already passed on your message and details to Mr. Belcom, and they or a member of their team will be back in contact with you over the next few days. If you'd like any further help, please do not blah, blah, blah. Six days ago. Oh, so you actually, have you got an email back? No, no, no. I've waited six days and he sent me nothing. So he obviously doesn't give a shit about his customers. Why would he? 
Well, again, I don't blame him. Why would he? Absolutely I mean, it's not, not like he's running a business. It's not like bad, bad business is going to cause the fucking place to close down, is it? No, but how hard would it be for him to send a message saying, listen, man, really bad night, un- inexcusable, have a lunch on me. Could again, I don't even want some- it. I don't even want the free food. I just want him to acknowledge that I had a shitty experience. I'm at that age now where when I have a bad experience, I just want you to acknowledge that you fucked me. I want you to look me in the eye and apologize because that's what we had to do in our fucking retail jobs. You could have literally just said, uh, you know, come up with some bollocks excuse. I had people ringing in sick. You know, the exactly. boss was on me. Whatever. What a, just bullshit me. But take the effort. Take the moment to bullshit me like we used to do our customers all the time. I'm so sorry about that. I'm really sorry about your experience. And that's your job in retail is yeah. to eat shit. To eat shit burgers and say, that's delicious. Can I have another? Six days, I don't even get a, me- I don't even get a response from one of the biggest corporations in the world. So if anyone from McDonald's is listening, not fucking good enough. Now, I'd like to say I'll never attend a McDonald's ever again, but, yeah. but that's not a realistic comment. And they probably know that. That's the reason they're like, fuck him. So Mr. David Balcom, fuck your store. And I want to reply. Maybe I should email McDonald's again and go, hey, it's been seven days now. I haven't heard nothing. I was just wondering if there's been any outcome. That's right. That's right. I want this guy to fucking call me and apologize. That's what I want. Because what if I had kids in the car and she's going this fucking and this fucking and this fucking. It's McDonald's, man. It's supposed to be kid safe, kid friendly. It's it's kind of advertised for kids. I mean, think you think McDonald's. What's one of the fucking things? Happy meals. Right. Fucking kids meals. Or That's right. People who are a little bit And again, precious. it's six o'clock. So you know there's probably kids in the restaurant. Because it's you know going to be after work, after school. Think back to us in that shitty little phone shop. If a customer would have heard us going, it's not my fucking problem, we would have got fired. Didn't someone kind of maybe lose their job that Our way? boy, HBK, lost his job for cursing. I mean, hey. Or for cussing. It was the best thing that ever happened to him. Well, fuck yeah. I mean, he's fucking... I, I want to be careful. He's living the dream he, now. He, 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 you know, he listened to the last episode. That's and right. He kind we of were... may, maybe had a comment on that. So I wanted to be a bit careful, a bit That's right. frugal with what I say. Those of you who listened last week, we said, obviously, our boy HBK, uh, Scotty boy, uh, now has basically what's a dream job is, as in he gets to write, review, and watch it. football for a living. We called him the C-bomb for, so we said, oh, he was what, in France, wasn't that's he? That's right. So we said, oh, what a cunt. He got to go to the Euros as part of his job. He gets paid to watch football. What a cunt. We didn't mean... He's a cunt. We just meant that we're jealous and what a cunt. Maybe a little bit. I didn't know he listened. So then <laughs> I show just John at work the other day that I got a text from Scotty Boy. I might actually still have it. I might actually have it verbatim in my phone here. Uh, the little message from him that says, there we go. You hurt my feelings, guys. Brother, I appreciate the shout out on the pod. I miss you, but I am not a cunt. <laughs> LOL. And I said, no, of course you're not. We're just jealous little boys. He then said, I'm really glad to know the show is back, and I have been listening. I hope all is well. So, Scotty HBK, thank you for listening. You're not a cunt, but you are, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, we get to go to work, like our real job, and you, you get to watch football. So, we only say this because we're jealous of you, basically. Pretty much. Pretty. That's basically it. So, thanks for listening, Scotty boy. Um, hey, man, listen. We are rolling through. We are already at 55 minutes. Nice. How about that? So... We've gone through most of our stuff. We didn't get into your. Uh, to, we still didn't get to talk about NASA, and I think that's going to take more than five minutes, isn't it? It's going to take fourteen hours because uh, just John has been perusing the Reddit pages, um, and he uh, wants to talk about space. Front page of the internet, man. That's right. So we'll do that next time. Um, but what we're going to do very quickly, because I love just throwing shit at you, is it's time Literally for throw fecal matter. At it's you. time for my favorite segment. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cock, sucker, motherfucker. 
That's right, folks. It's time for John's Dirty Word of the Week. And as you can't see him right now, he is currently sitting, running the mental Rolodex, trying to come up with a dirty word for the week. Uh, can you smell burning? Don't worry. You've got another 10 seconds before you have to do anything. There we go. Okay. What's the dirty word of the week? Well, the dirty word of the week is going to be one that you've already said. Okay. Uh, it does appear to be one that's allowed to be said on American TV because I've never seen it or hear it bleeped out. Right. It's bollocks. Bollocks. Where have you heard that on TV? Oh, I, I, don't, I swear, like in some American TV shows, like you get the British person, like I might bollocks. have even been in um, Community. Community, and he's cool. he's just like, oh, bollocks. And it's just yeah. like, ooh. Because over here, like you, you wouldn't be able to say that because it'd be like, mm. <gasps> no. Maybe it doesn't get muted because they don't know what it means. Maybe. Like and wanker. Apparently, wanker's one that uh, I've heard on American TV shows. But over here, like, gets like your mum would slap you if That's you said, right, oh, bollocks, or like, oh, yeah. sure, I'd be wanker. So, you get fucking slapped. As so, we always do, use it in a sentence. Oh, look at those bollocks. Yeah, that turned gay then, didn't I? You really did. You um, wonder why it's just, you know. I I literally can't think of anything now other than like big hairy bollocks. All right, Ooh. I can f- I can feed you one. Uh, just John, I'm I'm really sorry, man, but I spilled your Starbucks coffee. Ah, oh, bollocks. There you go. We did it. Perfect. That's John's dirty word of the week. Bollocks is the word of the week, folks. Bollocks. Now, as we get ready to wind down. Any final thoughts you wanted to get to before we... Uh, can't believe how quick this other, one went. Other than bollocks? Other than bollocks. I'm, I'm, just, I'm literally just stuck on bollocks now. Oh, apart from, uh, you know, I doubt he'll listen because he's a lazy fuck, but... Um, I'll try and come up with a, a cool name. Anyway, dickhead who works with me, um, stop bullying me, it's not nice. Is this the guy who drew a massive knob on your book? Yes. The <laughs> book that I usually take to meetings with yeah. our manager, and sometimes with his manager... He's kind of drawn a big penis on there. And I mean, not like a little one. No. Like, this thing takes up the whole fucking cover. Yeah. He's got hairs, veins, every dang. And we're like, he's drew a little face on the head, little arms. <laughs> and, and then a few of the uh, older, more innocent people there, like, oh, it looks like E.T., don't it? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? No, it looks like a cock. <laughs> Clearly, you can see that it's a cock. They did say, is that E.T.? No, it's <sighs> not E.T. No, it's fine. Listen, it's been another beautiful episode. Uh, I want to take a quick moment to say hi to Luke Skywalkley of moviemarker.co.uk and uh, also to make mention that we're welcoming a new sponsor to the show and that is Phoenix Fire Productions. It's graphic design. It's also the boy Sam Fines who's done all of our graphics with the exception of the graffiti logo which are made by my boy Neurotic. Anything else you see on our pages probably made by Sam from Phoenix Fire Productions. Now, if you need artwork for your podcast your website, or just because you have an ego and you want to see your name and a cool logo, he's the guy to go to. On Facebook, Phoenix Fire Productions. Send him a message to get a quote. Very, very reasonable. And please tell him that we sent you. So once again, (laughs) Phoenix Fire Productions. For those of you that can't hear, uh, someone is just shitting himself. I'm reopening his anal fissure. Those cold cold pills give me gas. Um, (laughs) All right. So this is why we're not professional because I fart in the middle of an ad. Phoenix Fire Productions, great friend of the show. Excellent, excellent artwork. Every time this guy sends me something, I'm like, how are you not living in a mansion from this? Like, he's he's made logos for fun for, say, wrestling things. And they're better than the real ones. Like, he's a guy who designed a t-shirt once for a wrestler named Kevin Owens. I know you don't know any wrestling. He designs this t-shirt for Kevin Owens, who is currently the WWE Universal Champion, mind you. But when he wasn't, when he was in the indies... 
he was rocking it and wearing a t-shirt designed by Sam Fines, like wearing it to the ring. A t-shirt that Sam designed. I've seen other wrestling companies steal Sam's designs. Ooh. And you see it on their website and it's his logo and you're like, what the? I mean, yes, it's bullshit that they ripped him off, but it also shows how good he is. Because Big if company. people are stealing from you, you must be great. So please check out Phoenix Fire. He's a great friend to us. When they say mimicry is the highest form of flattery. Uh, yeah, um, imitation know, is yeah. the greatest form of flattery. But I know like stealing is slightly different. Yeah, but again, I mean, unbelievable. It's a crime that he doesn't make a living from it yet. Yet, but he will. he will. Phoenix Fire Productions is live now. Please check them out and tell them we sent you. Thank you for that. Also, speaking of thank yous, big shout out to our boy Uncle Joey, Cock-sack-a. who usually uh, recently hooked me up uh, by allowing me to send a limited edition United States only loot crate to his house so he can send it to me. That's right, loot crate. You thought, nah, you can't get it in the UK. Well, motherfuckers, I went around you and fixed that shit, and I'm still getting that limited edition loot crate, bitches but only because of our good friend, Uncle Joey. So thank you, Uncle Joey. Thanks, cocksucker. I feel like now like I should send stuff to him to send to me. Just for fun? Yeah, yeah. You, fun, like- you come up to me at work today and you said, so we can send stuff to Joey and he'll send it to me? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I was thinking of ordering a gun, and I just said, no, John. Shit, what else did I say? Oh, some fucking heroin or crack or something. Yeah, like a kilogram of hello- heroin? He's like, yeah, probably not. No, don't ruin this for me. At least wait till I get my loot crate, and then do whatever you want. <gasps> ninja stars. You can't order ninja stars, man. Ninja stars in work would be fun. I know it, but we'll end up killing somebody. I don't care. I'd have like a leather armor. It's like that part I hit you with. <laughs> and then we later saw it on the repair desk. Maybe we shouldn't say this. Well, people we didn't. didn't work here it, was, it was alleged. alleged. I was just pretending. Allegedly. I was just pretending. I made it up. I made it up. Uh, big shout out to Craig, who's going to be a new listener starting today. He works with us. Now, Craig was the, at one point, was the youngest black belt in Wales. And Craig, anything you hear that's related to work is completely not true and false. That's right. We did not break anything or do anything that can get that's us in right. trouble. He also has a five-year-old son that is ranked almost number one in jiu-jitsu in his age group and his weight class. Which Uncle Joey appreciates. Right. BJJ. That's right. BJJ. Brazilian Joey. Jiu-jitsu. We got a boy at work named Craig who was the youngest black belt in South Wales at one point. That's a pretty big fucking. That's pretty. Didn't cool. you say that he knew like tenth planet? He or knew ten, like- Yeah, Joey. He's all about tenth planet. He listens to Joe Rogan and Eddie Bravo. He's all over that shit, dog. So, you got a kindred spirit listening to the show. There we go. Excellent. It's been great. Anything else, just John? Hmm. Nothing I can think of. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I think, cool. I think we've uh, sufficiently trashed and uh, fucking just ripped on everyone. Cool. Yeah, general public. People yeah. who eat food. Yep. People who serve food. Yep. People who watch stuff. Yep. People who go to stuff to watch stuff. Yep. Think, yeah, we covered them all. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. This has been another edition of your favorite podcast. He's been just John. And he's been Mr. Matt Lees. That's right. Let's play out on some Beach Boys. If you want to get in touch with us, at Legend Podcast on the Twitter. Legend, Twitter! Legend in my rather, podcast. Uh, on the Twitter. On the Twitter. Legend in my podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us emails. And the Facebook group. Get on the Facebook group. Interact with us. Send us some abuse. Send us some dirty pictures. Whatever. Whatever it's you just, want. Just, yeah, fuck Call it. Call us pricks. Do whatever you want. Just interact with us. Because we're lonely. Or, you know, draw pictures cocks. of cocks. Just That's so right. Should we show people in work what an actual cock looks like? That's right. Other I than giving them a mirror. Hey. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Uh, please, get the fuck off of my podcast.
Cause it's never been beat